What the hell's going on, Terry? Why is it why is it not on yet? I don't know. It's uh, just you know, it's still, we had some technical problems, and uh, I don't know what's going on. But, uh, we should do on very soon, I think. Polly, we should do on very soon, I think. Oh look, I just found look, I found in my in my computer. Uh, well, it's still alive. Oh, Brian Wasp has come back to life. He must just have fallen. Look, he's wiggling around. I don't know what the kindest thing to do for him is. He could have stung me live on air. Look, he's moving. He lives. He lives. What's going on? Brian Wasp is here and he's alive. He's on my piece of paper. Um, yeah, it's all happening here. What's When are we going to be on that? Why uh, you showing me on the camera? I was showing you on the camera, Terry. Yeah, because you're the, you know, I think we'll soon have a new Brian Wasp one way or the other. Yeah, you've had an infestation, haven't you? Well, they come up here in the attic, that's the thing. They like it up here. There must be a little nest somewhere nearby. But they're not doing any harm. Oh, a little thing. I don't know what to do. I haven't got any honey. I mean, you probably don't like honey. I haven't got any wasp urine. Oh. It literally just was in my keyboard, Terry. It's amazing stuff. I thought we were out live now when you could have shown the thing. I think it's dead. It stopped me. Oh. It's been a terrible day for deaths, Terry, today. Yeah, I know, I know. I used to uh, used to hang out with Henry Kissinger. Did you? Yeah, I worked with him. What? On what? On his chat show. He had a chat show. Yeah, he had a chat show. He shot the chat show. I was the producer of that. And, uh, you know, he'd often be in his dressing room grunting and groaning destroying democracies around the world. You know, so, you know, it's so sad to see him go, well, Henry Kissinger's died. Brian Waspers, I think, died again. I think I've... Oh, no, he's alive. He's still moving. Oh, I don't know what's worse, to see him die in front of me or to see him just... Uh, I mean, should I smash him over the head, Terry? That's the most humane thing to do, but it's murder. It's wasp murder. And there's more wasp where that came from. I'm just seeing a life passing away before my very eyes. It's This is... Get me on air so that people can see what I'm doing. Yeah, OK, well, you know, it's, it's sad. Are your kids going to come and interrupt the show this week? I don't think so. I don't think they've realised what's going on this week. And he's asleep and uh, I don't think Phoebe's realised what's going on. Oh, that's good. I hate kids. I remember when I was working on Jill Fix It. We used to hate the kids. And, well, I like kids. I mean, not like Jimmy Savile did, but I like, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of children, so I don't like you talking about them. And they're my kids as well, so, you know. They're annoying, aren't they? They're not annoying. They're charming. I'm thinking of doing a podcast with my daughter because, you know, she's uh, she's a great comedic talent of meanness. Oh, I can take I've got my little Alice band in. I don't need that. No, my hair matches my top today, Terry. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. Right, shall we get on with it? Can we can we get on with the show? Yeah, do you like? I'll count, I'll count you in. Okay, so then I'm going to get to three. I don't stay anymore. The wasp, the wasp still, just if you're shaking me, just, oh, I'm sorry, wasp. I don't think you're going to make it to the end of the show. But you're very much the Shane McGowan of wasps. You've lived much longer than all the other ones that came up here. No one expected you to do this well. Now you're just fading slowly away. You're a candle in the wind. Uh, yeah, I'll cut you in ten, nine, I remember I went to you, I know, remember, seven, six, five, Four, three. We on? Uh, hello, I think we're on. Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Twitch of Fun. We've done loads of these things. Sorry we haven't been on for a little while. Um, there's a dead wasp and he's a barely alive wasp. But we can rebuild him and make the world's first bionic wasp. Here he is. It gives away what's uh, coming up in the show if you read my notes though. Um, uh, oh and he's just moved again. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just let him rest there. And then when he's dead, he could become a puppet. Um, uh, it's great to be back. Sorry, I've, uh, I've been away for a few weeks. Uh, just either work or gigs. That's not going to get any better. <sighs> Sorry, that's not going to get any better uh, in the next year as uh, I'm doing more Rahalastapa. And also, uh, it's a secret apparently, but I'm touring. Uh, can I have my ball back? Uh, April, May, June, July. So... Uh, if you're on the mailing list, richardherring.com slash newsletters, you don't have to join anything else. You can just put the newsletter in. I'll be sending out uh, links to the people on the newsletters first. If 
you can just go to richhane.com slash newsletters. There's a little box. Fill it in. If you want to unsubscribe, you can fill it in and unsubscribe. But if you want to subscribe, there'll be an email going out uh, on Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, something like that, with links for early access to all my special fans. And if you're with ACAS Plus or Badgers, you'll get that email as well. So you don't have to subscribe again. But if you're not yet subscribed, richtone.com slash newsletters. And you can see my first stand-up show in six years. Don't tell anyone in the press because we're not releasing it to the press till Wednesday. So it's a secret. Um, but, you know, no one watches this, do they? Um, uh, Father Dick Burns says, I had some great pods lately. Any news on the second guest for Dublin? No, haven't tried looking for a second guest yet. We've got Tommy Tin. Is that not good enough for you? And there'll be someone else exciting as well. Um, am I going to come to Portugal, catch you, Markel? No, I'm not. That's that's very simple. I, if anyone likes me in Portugal, they can come and meet me in the UK, where I will be gigging. There was talk of doing a gig in Copenhagen. I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, that's is that nearer to Portugal than this? I don't know. Did somebody say Dick Burn? Too late. Too late. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, it's my topical. We had a, some technical difficulties beforehand, uh, and I wasn't appearing on screen, but everything else was. We thought it was important that I should appear on screen, uh, and so uh, let's get uh, straight on with the news. Uh, these uh, these things have come out on Spotify. Uh, this one's from a guy who this is quite impressive. He's called Colin. Uh, I don't know if he's the Colin from Edinburgh. Uh, an all-time record's just been shattered. Um, hype train. I've set a new record. Keep going until the clock runs out. I don't know what that means. Um, Colin has watched 35,300 or listened to 35,385 hours of Rahulastapa, um, which is like 25 days or something. Someone told me it was that much. So if you can beat that, well done. I'm looking for someone had Rahulastapa number one, Stone Clearing number two. Surely someone's got five of my podcasts in their top five listens. I've done a Stone Clear every day this year. With all the, I mean, I know I haven't done many uh, ventriloquism ones. Uh, what else have I got? Can I get it revived? Rahulastapa, can I have my ball back? It's not a separate feed. Um, it will be at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know if there are five, but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see that happen. So anyway, get listening, get on. Your, you know, if you listen on Spotify, that is, you know, who listens to podcasts on Spotify? Only serial killers and murderers. That's it. So watch out for that. So that is the main news. Uh, Chris Evans, uh, my computer's broken, so Chris Evans has loaded up all the pictures today. So, was, oh, the, Brian Wasp is just, he's cut, he's got a second wind. He's just crawling across the paper. He moves slightly. He's reaching out with one of his, uh, shall I just crush him? I don't know what to do. Thanks to uh, Esme B, who's subscribed for 34 months. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think we do make a small amount of money from this Twitch stream. I've stopped trying to persuade you to sign up to uh, the uh, Twitch Plus or whatever it's called. You've got £5 every month you can give me for free, basically, and we get £3.50 of that. So if you're going to be bothered to work out how to do that, you can you can do it and give me that money. And we'll, we'll use it. We're running a bit low on money in Rahalastapur at the moment. We might have to do a Kickstarter with some amazing prizes. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I am going to give out, when we do the newsletter thing, uh, I'm going to do some spot prizes of some of the squeezy right bollock, proper right bollocks that Richard Eisen's made, handmade, beautiful things that were made to give out to... Uh, celebrities with the with my can I have my ball back book currently still think for one more day 99p on kindle um but they apparently didn't send any of those out so I've just had a box of them back so I'm going to give away like 10 random prizes to people on any of the mailing lists if you're on a mailing list you've got a chance of winning those there may be some other prizes so it's worth subscribing to the mailing list um uh but you know good it's good to be back um Let's welcome back someone who some people think is a, a significant portion of this. He's my best friend. I miss him when he's not around. I only talk to him on here. I never talk to him any at any other time because that would be weird. It's Ali. Hello, Rathans. I'm winking at it. Look, I'm winking at it. Yeah, you just start winking, didn't you? I am. I'm winking at it. Sit on it, Audra. Sit on it. Do you want to sit on it? Sit on it. Exterminate. I'm chicken Hey. I'm cheeky. Do I have any other catchphrases? I don't know. I can't remember what I did. you come up with a new one last time? It's so hard to remember that I can come up. Hello, rat fans. It's so easy to come up with uh, catchphrases. Well, you copy most of them. Sit on it. 
I had never caught it a sit on it cut trees in my life. No one likes a sing threes, do they? That's we haven't said that one for a while. Aside, yes, aside. Some things are like a sing threes. I can hear you when you just say aside. No, you can't. Um, let's. We're just going to have a little quick whiz through. We haven't uh, uh, spent. I was in uh, town today recording some. Uh, videos and stuff for uh, you know if I'm going on tour who knows I'm not allowed to say uh, some stuff for that I will murder you and you are dead is that one of your catchphrases according to Scruff with the beard that's one of my catchphrases your catchphrases yeah I will kill you and your family tonight I'm winking at it it's good to be winking at it again yeah we all you know we might stop the wink you're looking very skinny oh, thank you for noticing what's been going on you lost some weight I've lost um, 11 kilos. Oh, I sat in old money. In old money, that's about 22 pounds. A couple of stone, I suppose. Um, and uh, someone's trying to offer promotion. Get out of here. First time chat, you wanker. Um, uh, what's going on? Yeah, I've lost, a, a, well, it's sort of between 11 and 12 kilos. Um, I've sort of hit a plateau at the moment, but... Uh, Going very well. Zoe diet, that's what I'm using. Costs a lot of money, but uh, I'd say it's worth it. Probably saved me some money in terms of I'm not buying any takeaways and stuff anymore. So, who knows? Balances up. Spending a lot of money on pulses from the snow of it. Yes, I am. I've bought lots of weird grains and pulses. Um, and I've got, I've gone all in. I've gone all in. I've did a, I've done two 6K runs this week. Oh, it looks like uh, the wasp is fucking the piece of paper now. It's moving its abdomen up and down. Can't think it. Hello there, little wasp. It's a horrible thing to watch a creature die. We're trying to do comedy here, Richard. Stop bringing it No one wants to be reminded of death. Well, we're going to talk about death a bit today, I think, because there's been a few deaths. Um, old uh, Henry Kissinger, remember him? He's uh, number eight. One. Oh, I thought they'd be numbered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's see if it works. Oh, no, it's number seven. That's number eight. Given away one of the other people who have died, if you haven't heard about it. Uh, old Henry Kissinger died. Henry Kissinger, how missing you? How do you know this song? You're the doctor of my dreams. Yeah, I used to in the pre in the days before um, the internet. There was no way of knowing what the lyrics something were if you couldn't make out the lyrics. So I, I know there's a longer version of this song, but it used to be Henry Kissinger, how we're missing you. You're the doctor of my dreams. And then I think it's with your crinkly hair, but I can—I never understood what that was. And then I thought it was classy share or something, but it's glassy stare. And your Machiavellian schemes, which I, as a youngster, I didn't know what Machiavellian schemes were. So I thought it was, I don't know what I came up with. Or your Machiavellian schemes. I, can't, I came up with some other thing that I thought would work there. All right, some people say that you don't care. That you got nicer legs than Hitler and bigger tits than Cher. Yeah. It's, I think it's uh, Eric Idle's Lost Classic, that one. I think uh, it's not a very well-known song, but, uh, you know, your Machiavellian schemes with your crinkly hair and your glassy stare and your Machiavellian schemes. Yeah, I wonder what I came up with for Machiavellian schemes. All right, so people say that you don't care. It's a great song. Yeah, good old Eric Idle. Hope he lives for a long time. Um... So he's died, Henry Kissinger, 100 years young. He's one of two people I thought would never die, I have to say. And the other person I thought would never die, and I was sure would outlive me, uh, as he's outlived everyone he ever worked with, um, including Henry Kissinger. They did do a, a, a song together. It's like a follow-up to the fairy tale of New York, uh, but it just turned into uh shane mcgowan swearing at henry kissinger go you scumbag you maggot you fucking wanker you piss pot you murderer you bastard you fucking big cunt uh, and they both died that's how it went uh i'm just reporting it uh they both died on the same day it's weird it's like shane mcgowan was saying i'm ju i've just got to outlive henry kissinger there's shane mcgowan he has unfortunately passed away uh 65 i mean i felt like he might be older than that it feels like he's been hanging on a long long time Alistair Darling, who died today. Ah, oh, yes, darling. No, Alex, don't do that. It's a man. Alistair Darling. What, what, Richie, sweetheart? You are called Alistair, I suppose. Yes, you thought you were talking to me, saying, Ali, darling. Ali, darling. Ali, Richard, sweetheart. No, Alistair Darling. Yes, my name is Alistair Slother. That's who I am. I'm cheeky me. Um, <laughs> uh, he's very sadly died. Uh, he's died at the age of 70. 
Uh, I knew I like to think Alistair Darling. Yes, Richard Sweetie, stop! Don't do it every time because when someone's died, we've got to respect them. Sorry, stop calling me Darling. Then I'm not. I'm talking about Alistair Darling. Well, I don't care who you're talking about, sweetheart. I still will respond in kind. Stop doing it. Um, Alistair Darling, seventy years old. So Alistair Darling never took drugs in his life. Never had a drink in his life. Probably went grey from from being having a boring life, looking at numbers. Lived five years longer than Shane McGowan. Henry Kissinger admittedly got 35 years longer than Shane McGowan, but still Shane McGowan got to breathe his last, hopefully having had that. He's dead. Shane, he's dead. Kissinger's dead. I can go now. Bogorra. Is that how he sounds? I think so. Do you think those were his last words? Do I think that I can go now, Bogorra? I think those were his last words. Um, so living, we're living to 100, but uh, we do have a story about that. So I guess that's, I'm guessing it's going to be this one. Let's see. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, this is eight personality traits. This was in, I uh, can't remember which paper this was in. Uh, long, you should know about this because uh, you're 130 years old. You've outlived all of them. You've asked, you've outlived. Uh, Shane McGowan and Alistair Darling put together. Yes, Richard Sweet, don't do that. It's a, Alistair Darling saved, helped save this economy in 2008. We could have done with him um, in the last few years in government. I can tell you that. He was a great guy. So good tribute to him. Shane McGowan, too, also probably saved the economy um, in his own way. Uh, but this, uh, I can tell you where it came from because it'll be on my shared stories. Um this is from the new scientist. Eight personality traits may help people live to a hundred and beyond. Well, if it's uh, anything to do with Henry Kissinger, then being a complete fucking wanker. Yeah, being a wanker will get you there. Uh, overthrowing democracies in South America. Yeah, that uh, that could be a second one. Uh, have you got any any tips of why you've lived for so long? Well, I think probably being made out of paper. Being made out of what paper? Being made out of what paper? Being made out of paper. Yeah. And being made out of papier mache and cloth and sort of wiry hair. I wonder where that hair came from. It's probably real hair. The real hair of someone long dead. Yeah, now you said that, I don't, I'm not. Yes, I am haunting you from the grave with the hair of a Victorian. Do you think this is the hair? It probably is real hair, isn't it? I hadn't thought of that. I wonder if it's the hair. It's like slightly grey. I wonder if it's the actual hair. It's just a bit of fuzz, right? It's not real hair. I think it's real hair. I hadn't thought of that. So you have got that on your head, yes? You've got the hair, yes? Of a long, long dead Victorian person. Yes. Were you not scared of me already, Richard? You should be scared of me. I am pretty scared of you. Um, shall I tell you what uh, some of the traits are you should look out for? Um, uh, one of the central traits was vitality. That's just the same thing. The best way of staying alive is by being really alive and fit. Yeah, but to being energetic, participating in activities. Well, I never. I just sat in a fucking box. One hundred-year-old woman told the team how she was sewing. Age ninety-eight, stays active. Sewing? That's not being very active. She stays active by foregoing elevators and walking upstairs. So that's a walk up the stairs. Uh, I've done a six k run yesterday. I've done a row today. I've done a couple of dog walks. So you know. Yeah, you could be living for a long time. Not all of these, though, eh? What? Not all of these are going to be living for a long time. How do you think? Well, you're one part down, Richard. You're in two bits. Well, you know, your eye doesn't work. That's just an affectation. Um, intelligence, including a good memory and past academic successes. That's you, Richard. you got a good memory. I used to have a good memory. During the end of when you had a good memory. I did, but I can't visualise stuff, can I? So that might be a problem. Uh, I've always followed my own judgment, said a hundred-year-old woman, even though others told me no, and time has proved me right. Well, maybe. It depends if they said don't walk on those rail tracks. Uh, resilience. Yeah, so stay alive. Like, you're energetic, clever, and resilient. Yeah, well done. And you know, you, you, you. Um, 101-year-old man said, so I was very close to my wife. I was 97 when she died. At first I was bad off, but then I thought you have to be strong. Oh, I was just thinking about... This is, this is sad as well. I was just thinking about my granddad... When my, yeah, you know, Jeffrey, I don't know, the Jeffrey, he used to manipulate my veil. He did, for ventriloquism, yeah, if you were like, don't talk about my granddad like that. Um, when my grandma died, Nanan, you what? Nanan, you're Nanan, I called her my Nanan, that was, and Nanan, don't take the piss out of my dead grandparents. She was my Nanan, Nanan, someone at the door. Just see what's going on, who that is. 
Oh, it's another delivery. My wife must have been buying more Christmas presents. Uh, my nanan, your nanan, my nanan, my nanan, your nanan, nanan, Don't take the piss out my my nanan. Your nanan, don't take the piss out my nanan. Your nanan, she was my nanan. She was your nanan. She was my nanan. So don't take the piss out my nanan. There's nothing funny about calling someone. I think that wasp is definitely dead now. Yeah, it's gone. No, your nanan. Don't be rude about my nanan. There's the dead wasp. It's gone. It's curled up. Bereft of life. It rests in peace. Think you could do a sketch about it? Uh, maybe. Uh, but anyway, my nanan died. I'm sorry to hear about your nanan, Rich. Don't, this is a sad story, so don't ruin it. This is a sad from my history. I was just thinking about it my run, actually. I don't know why it popped into my mind. Um... But my nanan died, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we went to see my granddad. Yeah, he was 90, I think, at the time. And uh, they'd always been a very stoical kind of Victorian family, really. You know, they've always not really shown their emotions and stuff. And my granddad opened the door and saw us and he just burst into t like, sobbing tears. And I was like seven, maybe... I was now, I was probably 20 at the time. Fucking hell. Uh, and I was um, maybe 21, something like that. And... Uh, couldn't believe how upset he was. I thought, why is he crying? Like, this isn't like my granddad. Do you know I mean? It's a story against myself, really, because, you know, but he was obviously distraught. The woman he spent his life with had died. Your nan and him. Well, he wasn't his nan and him. She was my nan. Did he call her nan and I mean, in letters and stuff, they signed, signed off as granddad and nan and nan and granddad, actually. Yeah, nan and granddad. That makes more sense. Nan and, yeah. Her name was Vera. Well, no, I can understand why she wanted to call nan and. Vera's a good name. Vera Hannon, no, no. Vera Whelans was her name, if anyone's got that in their family tree. Then Vera Herring, the Hannons was the outside. Vera Whelans, she was from the Whelans family. No, no. Um, anyway, if you want to live to 100, stay alive. Is things, so be resilient, be full of energy. <laughs> you know, don't get testicular cancer. You're the all right. Do you think I'll get... I mean, I was thinking about it. Do you think... Um, like people dying 65, 70, if that happens to me, you know, that's nine years or 14 years away. Yeah. Doesn't seem so long ago I was 40. Doesn't, certainly doesn't seem so long ago I was 46 or whatever. Have I only got nine years left or have I got 40 years left? Well, something in the tweed, I'd guess. <sighs> but anyway, Shane McGowan, he held on against all the odds. Um... You scumbag, you maggot, you cheat, lousy person. Yeah, he's Kirsty McCall's been dead for like twenty years, something like that. Who would have thought that? What's the face, Sinead O'Connor? Dead. He survives. Jimmy Corkill dead. And actually, to be fair, Alistair Darling. Life's a weird thing. I, why don't they just let us know? Because if I know, if I've only got nine years left, I'll stop doing this and write some books or something, do something that might, you know, provide me with a legacy. If I've got 40 years left, I can carry on doing this for another 20 years. And, you know, and then go, oh, I better fucking knuckle down and do some work. I've done no work this year, really. I've done basically nothing. Are you sure? By my standards, I've done nothing. I've written nothing extraneous. I've done it. I've worked on a stand-up show. Yeah, well, that, that counts. No, I've worked on a stand-up show. I've done a fuck ton of podcasts. Fair enough. But I've done no writing. I haven't written a book. I haven't written a sitcom. I haven't even written a speculative script. I haven't really tried to write a book or anything. Said book twice, did I? I think so. Um... And it's been nice, you know, and I'd like to ease down. I was on Sunday brunch, that's true, uh, twice. I'd like to ease down, but then if I've got 40 years left, I can just take a few years of not doing anything. If I've got nine years left or less, then, you know, it will take a year to write a book at least, yeah? It will take a year to put together a stand-up show. You're doing another stand-up show. Well, I can't talk about it, but yeah, I am doing another stand-up show. But, you know, it's only the bollock stuff, yeah, I don't. You really fucking worked that bollock, haven't you? I have worked my bollock. You worked it. You lost it, but you worked it. You fucking made a... You know, you done well, Rich. I admire you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's nice, because, you know, you're my best friend and you're often quite mean to me, yeah. Um, you're my only friend, I'd say, really. Yeah, you're my only remaining friend. And I love chatting with you and you're often quite mean to me and I'm always nice to you. And it means a lot to me that you say... you look, Yeah, I look up to you, Richard. A lot of people would have lost a testicle and just said, well, I'll keep start quiet without that. 
you thought, yeah, let's try and make a hundred grand out of the fucking thing. And you're probably on your way, aren't you? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's it's hard to quantify. I've written a sitcom. I've written a, a podcast series. I've written a, a stand-up show. I've written a book. You know, it starts to add up, doesn't it? So, was it? Would would you say it was worth it? I mean, yeah. Would you? How much for the other one? I mean, I like having one. You know, I'd like to have at least one. I wouldn't mind having more than two. Um, I think it, a million quid, million quid to the other one. I mean, a million quid's not very much, is it? Isn't it? <laughs> not for the losing the ability to create life. You know, a billion pounds. Yeah, that's too much. Fifty million. I'd do it for fifty million. Yeah, someone's got fifty million pounds and wants my remaining testicle, and will pay for a doctor to take it off safely. Just get in touch. Give me a ring. It's like indecent proposal, isn't it? Except it's you, your demi and you're asking for the money from someone else. Yeah, sort of like a reverse indecent proposal. 50 million, you can have my ball. You can put it in a jar and look at it. Whatever you want. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, anyway, we, you know, it's interesting to look. What Some people live to 100. My family have lived, generally lived a long time. My granddad the, who died, it was about 78. So that would be, I'd still have... I'd still have like 22 years to go. That doesn't sound so bad. That seems like a long time. Uh, he smoked. Yeah, you drank a lot and ate a lot of pies. I did. I've, I've been unhealthy, but I'm being healthy now. If I keep up this healthiness, yeah, uh, and, you know, I can stay fit, yeah, maybe I can live for another 25 years. That would be fine. But, like, it's nine more years. You know, I can just waste the, like, the kids. My daughter's nearly nine. Those nine years have gone like that. Well, so that's just a bang. She'll be eighteen. Now, bang, that's all right. Well, my son will be sixteen. That'll be that'll be quite hard on them, won't it? Got to live till they're like twenty-five, then they can cope with it. Because if they're in their twenties, they're just going, oh, "Why is everyone crying about Dad dying?" Uh, but you know, if they're young, they'll be upset. If they're teenagers, they won't mind. But they'll get to them, and then they'll become comedians. Be good comedians though. My dad didn't die, and that's why I'm not as successful a comedian as all you know, all the ones with dead dads or adopted parents and stuff. They're all good, but I didn't have any tragedy in my life. No, why do you think you've ended up talking to a then Lucas Dunley at uh, you know, in your own in an attic when you've really had a cushy life and nothing's gone wrong? Just had fun all your young years. I was, you know, I was very lonely throughout my 20s and 30s, really. And, you know, I was dedicated to my job and didn't really think about my personal life. I mean, I think now I am, you know, I am content. I'm, I'm eating healthily. I'm, I'm feeling content. I have a lovely family. Yeah, shut up. But, you know, that's why you're not funny, though. That's why I'm not very funny. Why are you talking to a tuffet in a, an attic when you've had no trauma of any kind in your life? Well, I guess I started doing this puppet show... No, I can't. Can I? I can't even blame the trauma of uh, cancer because I started this first and then I got cancer. Might be connected. <laughs> I'm cheeky knee. It's not cheeky to give someone cancer. Well, do you, what, you've got like radioactive material. Wouldn't it be funny if I had radioactive material? I'd keep you on the left, though. It would have got the left bollock if uh, if that was the case. I'm not full of radioactive material. I didn't give you cancer. I wouldn't do that. Alistair Darling. <laughs> Richard Sweetie. Uh, Shall we see what else is in the news? So some deaths, four deaths, four celebrity deaths today. Though sadly, the people we'd really like to see die live on. Um, we've got one, two, three, four. I think this one. Oh no, that's Matt Hancock. That's five. This one. No, this one. Yeah, Elon Musk. Um, it would have worked if we'd numbered the buttons, I guess. But we've got button numbers, but. Uh, I assumed it would go from the beginning, but Chris has taken it one, two, three. I don't know what he's taking it from. He said threes. No, he's got the numbers all wrong. What a what a pillock. Uh, he's taken it from logo was the first one. What a pillock. Um, let's see if that's right. If that's number two. Yeah, three. Okay, I've got the system now. Chris is a great guy. I don't know why anyone would be mean to him. Uh, Elon Musk just watched the clip of this uh, telling advertisers to go fuck yourself. Uh, New York Times deal book summit. Yeah, he's a nut. You know what? How come this guy lives on forever and Shane McGowan dies? Where, where's the fair? How come Alistair Darling's dead and this guy gets to sit in his chair? 
saying the planet Earth will decide who's to blame, whether it's him for alienating the advertisers or the advertisers for leaving. He seems to think that people will blame the advertisers for leaving and that they'll get their reckoning when Twitter is destroyed, that people will be upset. But my feeling is he may have misjudged the planet Earth. I think the planet Earth um, may feel the person responsible for Twitter going down. And I'm, It's called eggs now. It's not called eggs. It's called... I said egg. You're not that puppet. I could be. Um, it's called X eggs. Don't start. Don't start being doing that. That's you know we can't steal from ourselves. We can only steal from other people. Okay, eggs. Um, I'm going to call it Twitter eggs. It's not called eggs anyway. <laughs> It'd be better if it was called eggs. I think it would be called better. Why didn't you call it eggs? That would be a great name for a social media site. Eggs, and then you open your egg, and it's got some tip. T- Tit bits in it. Tits. Yeah. Did somebody say egg? It was tits you should have gone for. Buzz, buzz, what's the buzz with Brian Wass? Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, that's, you know, the fresh corpse. That feels wrong. If he'd been dead for a while, that would feel okay. But I feel bad that I've taken the fresh corpse of a wasp whose life has just ebbed out of it slowly to to do that. It's a You know, I hope I'm cancelled for that. Anyway, it's called Eggs. It would be better if Twitter was called Eggs. Uh, if it was called Eggs, I would start calling it Eggs. Um, <laughs> you could do six tweets and that's a carton. A, um, a carton of eggs and then six responses, that becomes a carton and then that's put shipped off. Maybe 12 sometimes because you get those big family packs of eggs. Um, and uh, But I'm not calling it X. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call it Twitter. A, a tweet could be called a yoke. Uh, it could maybe if it's serious, it could be called a white, and if it's or an albumen, and if it's if it's um, a joke, it could be called a yoke, and then that's in that itself is a yoke. I've done a yoke. You put, and then that would help people know when you're being when you're making a joke, or because often people on Twitter think you're being serious when you're doing a joke. So you could do a joke and then put I made a yoke after it, and then they would know as long as they knew the code that yoke meant joke that it was a joke and then no one would get confused and then you pay uh um you could put oh this um that's an albumen that means it's serious um it could work and you know i think i could save twitter is what i'm saying i think people are going to blame elon musk i'm blaming elon musk i'm really upset i love twitter and you know despite its many faults um it was a great system, a great way of getting in touch with people, a great way of raising money through Kickstarters and for charity, great way of spreading news about gigs, and it isn't any of those things anymore, really, I don't think. Um, so I'm very sad about it. None of the other ones are any good. And so I blame you, Elon Musk. You silly man. There you are. <laughs> going to press that play button and make you play. Probably not. Um <sighs> You having fun? Yeah, it's been. It's just nice to chat with you, mate. It's just nice to get together and chat with you and and see how we go. Um, and then yeah, why? Uh, so one, two, three, four, five. Uh, this guy, this guy lives on. This guy uh, responsible, I think, for the deaths of thousands of people at least. Uh, he's in. He's been interviewed again, lying his little ass off, trying to save his little tiny bottom. While he goes on TV and makes loads of money in reality shows. Horrible little prick. Don't even know why I put this picture up. Yeah, I don't know. He denies being a liar. Well, the thing about that, right, if you are a liar and you say you're not a liar, yeah, but also if you're, if you're not a liar and you say you're not a liar, it's, it is difficult. It is difficult to... Uh, uh, he says Dominic Cummings created a culture of fear, um, which undermined COVID response. I don't. Think, I don't. That's not. I mean, Cummings. In you know, did somebody say climate of fear? No, Cummings would have been good. Um, you could look out for the rude words. You are getting a bit tired. I'm feeling a bit tired, but we're you know this has been nice, hasn't it? It's been like we're done forty minutes. Have we fucking up? I'm thinking as it says, mate, Dardra. Um, we've nearly done it. We've just got. Uh, yeah, we've nearly got done. We've got uh, Dutch pancakes and gold toilet fest. Fest, yeah. And then that's easy for you to say. Well, look, I'm being operated by a venture by a ventriloquist. Are you? Yeah. And so, like sometimes, some a word like theft is quite hard for him to say without moving his mouth. Who's it? Theft. 
it's 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 easier for some people than it's you moved your mouth. Yeah, that, that I'm the operated die then true Chris, are you? Yeah. Theft. Ryan Lessid. What? Ryan Lessid. What? Ryan Lessid. Why are you saying that? Bobby Wall. Bobby Wall. Naked in someone. Well, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me. When I first found you. I kept them with me, love. And kept them with my own. Can't take it on my own. I wrap my dreams around you. And the voice from the LAPD choir was singing all the day. And the lights were hanging out of Christmas day. It's going to be number one, isn't it? It's got to be number one, Rich. Lad baby will be upset. He gave up. He knew saying the guy was going to die, so he gave up. He's not, he's not doing this yet, no. Ah, poor old Shane. Poor old Kirsty. Poor old Shane. Stop reminding them that their inevitable deaths, Richard. Only I can live rather. I, Ali, I'll be here for millennia to come. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think so? Millennia? Yeah. Do you think you're going to end up burnt up or something or chucked in a bin? No one will throw me away. I'll be in a New Zealand somewhere, Richard, the show. Okay. Uh, Dutch Pancakes, number nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. There we go. Why are some Dutch people putting pancakes on their heads, though? This is actually from yesterday. I don't know. Why are some Dutch people putting pancakes on their heads today? Because... They, um, they love flat things in and hollandaise sauce. It's a good pun. This is the kind of thing I come up with. My son will make up jokes that don't really work. Um, I can tell you about this. Do you want to know why? Why didn't they put pancakes on there? Is it because they're stupid fuckers, Richard? Um, I think it is partly because they're stupid fuckers. Is does it go back to the olden days when they had Black Peter. They did have Black Peter in Holland as well, yeah. That little black boy. Yeah, I don't like to talk about that. I think they still do black up in... Uh, most people cook... Um, this is from the Metro. Most people cook pancakes on... Sorry, it's from Sky News. Most people... Sorry, Sky News. Uh, put pancakes on uh, Shrove Tuesday. Oh, yes. But on the 29th of November, a number of Netherlands residents... <laughs> doesn't say what number. That's there. It might just be this one guy. He looks, he looks jaunty. He's wearing a jaunty, it's like a little uh, battery berry. Oh, a little what? Battery berry. Battery berry. Yeah, not like a battery, but like made of batter. This, you know, it's hard for you to say. Battery berry. Could you choose a harder word to say? Battery berry. Ryan Dressed is wearing a battery berry today. It's the pancake day in in Holland. I mean, at least it's not in the Netherlands, yeah. At least it's not in Belgium. In Belgium, Ryan Dressage is wearing a battery day. <laughs> this is new life, fair lady. In Belgium, Ryan Dressage is wearing a battery day. Day in in batter. Yeah, so I should be going. In Belgium, Brian Blessed is wearing a battery beret. In Belgium, Ryan Blessed is wearing a battery beret. I think he's got it. I think I got it. I think he's got it. In Belgium, Ryan Blessed is wearing a battery beret. I think he's got it. I think he's got it. In Belgium, Ryan Blessed is wearing a battery beret. I think he's got it. I think he's got it. Bobby Doll, that's... Can't think of anything else. Being very, 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 very dull. That's brilliantly before... Can we get any other people with B? Um, Bobby Ball. <laughs> That's the same one, you can't have Bobby Ball. Yeah. is really in the train. Ryan Lessid in his battery ray. Indulgent Ryan Lessid was a battery ray. And everybody cut the sea and shouting hit the ray. It tied he a Ryan Lessid with his battery hat. Cause Ryan Lessid is out today and he is a massive fan of pancakes. I thought you were going to say twat. Yeah, he isn't. No, he's a nice guy. Uh, it's let me read the story. Very good. I'm impressed with you for managing to get it. Indulgent Ryan Lessid is daring a 
dirty dirty. It's Thankcake Day. It's Thankcake Day. Um, every year, 29th November, a number of Netherlands residents. Don't say the number. It could be one. That's a number. It could be none. That is a number. Is it? Well, let's not get into that. It could be one. There's a picture of a man with it on his head. Once the edible hat is in place, follows the tradition, say, we wish you a happy and blessed St. Pancake. Blessed. Yeah. I, I generally didn't know there was going to be a blessed in there. We wish you a happy and blessed St. Pancake. Saint Thanicocky Panicock. Ah, <laughs> oh, did, did did you write this article, Richard? Did I did I go to Sky News and submit this article just so I could do it on on Twitch of Fun? We wish you a happy and blessed Saint Pancake, Saint Panicock. That's how you say Saint Pancock in <laughs> Pancake. Pancock. It's how you say Pancock and Pancake. I wouldn't like to put my cock in a pan, would you, Richard? Some people like to put their cocks in a pan. There was that guy who invited someone around to cook his cock in a pan, and then they tried to eat it, and they'd overcooked it, and it wasn't very, it wasn't very edible. So you know, it was a sad day for everyone involved. The celebration was invented. I was going to start saying that. I know the celebration was invented in 1986. It's not even archaic in cartoon by di- di- Dutch cartoonist Jan Huys in which a father comes home and even to find his family wearing pancakes on their heads. And look, there's loads more people wearing pancakes. There's at least six people who do this. Um, three decades later, Mr. Quise expanded the idea with the Gospel of St. Panacock. In his piece, he tells the tell tw- 12th century monks in a monastery celebrating a young monk's birthday eating pancakes, but there's only enough for one each. When the old abbot becomes cold, the young monk places a pancake upon the elder's head. At this, an angel descends from heaven holding a golden frying pan and flips a pancake onto the young monk's head. The Lord has done us a miracle. We have a saint in our midst. The others cry and put their pancakes on their head. So it's a made-up thing. I mean, like all religions. Police use pancakes in Hunt for Suspects. That's another story about pancakes. To learn more about St. Panacock, Sky News spoke to Dr. Henriette Laweth, a senior lecturer in Dutch at the University of Sheffield. It's totally made up, of course, but apparently has gained some traction, she told us. I like the implicit criticism of the whole list of traditions. The tendency suggests that traditions change and profound identity are somehow infringed. That's interesting. Oh, there was one that, uh, yeah, look, we've got one on. This one's interesting. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's see if it's there, Kristen. Ah, here we go. This is a story that we can get involved in. We don't need the golden toilet. That's not that interesting. Um... Let's see what's going on. Hold on, I've got an email. I just want to check who it's from. Yeah, nothing. It's a bit of spam. Um, of course it is. I'm Malcolm. Let's get back into Sky News. Let's get back into the proper place. Why don't men wash their hands after they pee? Because there's no need to, is there, Richard? Hey, I don't urinate. I don't nicturate at all. I don't eat. I don't drink. I don't wee. But also, you know, you haven't touched anything dirty, have you? You can get your cock out. That's fine. It's not that dirty. Well, according to... Uh, Sadab O'Sullivan. Uh, men are less likely than women to think that hand washing is necessary. Yeah, you don't wash your hands, do you? I do, I do wash. Before I touch you, I wash my hands. I've just thought about that old hair, where that old hair came from. <laughs> you may feel slightly sick looking at you. Well, that's not very nice. Um, that hair. Why have I never thought about that before? Maybe I have. It's nice when it's just the two of us. Oh, it's going to be birthday donkey in a minute. Oh, that's going to spoil it. Uh, one in five men don't. Only one in five men don't wash their hands after going to the toilet. It's much more than that, believe me. I've done surveys. I, I do some of the time. Sometimes you think, you know, if you haven't pissed on your hands, even then piss is a detergent, is it? I don't know. Um, this isn't necessarily a revelation. The disparity between male and female hand washing, female hand washing habits, has been well documented, has it? At the start of the COVID pandemic, a study by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, in the US, found 69% of men don't wash their hands after using the bathroom. Well, that's more than one in five, isn't it? Uh, more recently, Mintel reported that young men in particular are the least likely to think about hand-washing as important. It isn't important. That's, that's, that's the answer, isn't it? It isn't important. Uh, this is echoed by men himself. While there is some truth to the idea that genitals themselves are relatively clean, mine are, mine are pretty clean. That's not the point. Dr Jiri Shankar, the Director of Public Health Protection at Public Health Wales. I mean, imagine being there, public health in Wales. That's, you've got your job cut out for you there. I worked on the latest study, it says the risk you're avoiding is not about direct contact with infectious material, but the cumulative effect. Do we have to read this out? I thought you would be interested in this. The need to wash your hands isn't about your genitals so much as everything else. Several harmful germs, like imagine like 130-year-old hair, but germs are in there. 
I don't know, why am I saying it? That's my hair. Uh, several harmful germs are communicated through feces. Salmonella, E. coli and norovirus can survive for hours in bathrooms, particularly when they're not frequently cleaned. Well, don't touch the bathroom. You know, if you're touching the taps, you're getting good dirty. Um, according to researchers in <coughs> Colorado, the average person's hands carry 3,000 bacteria from over 150 species. Most are harmless, but certain rare ones have the ability to cling onto surfaces and transfer over as you touch surfaces, eat, cough or sneeze. Well, you know, this isn't the toilet, is it? This could happen to you anywhere. The toilets, the, you know, don't touch anything in the toilet, including the taps. Washing your hands well with soap and water five to ten times a day can reduce your risk of contamination by a quarter. I don't like those odds, though. That's still a lot. Um, there was a terrible thing in this about this, the feces. Your underwear, even when clean, contain thousands of bacteria and about a tenth of a gram of feces. That's what I was going to see. Which your hands and genitals come into contact with. So it's not your genitals or your genitals... Your hands touch your genitals. Oh. Everything else you contact as you travel, meet people, eat and move through the day. Keep washing your hands, guys. It's not just a COVID thing. That's a public information feel. I'm guessing most of the men who, who watch this feed and listen to the podcast don't wash their hands or any part of their body very much. So uh, you're, there is that is in your pants. Uh, not in my pants, in your pants. There's, what did I say? A tenth of a gram of feces. <laughs> Why did I start this? Uh, and uh, some people stole a, a golden toilet. Is that it? Yeah. Four men appeared. They bought a 4.8 million gold toilet from Brennan Palace. You know, but I think it was an art exhibition rather than someone showing off. But, uh, you know, everyone's to blame, aren't they, for that one? I think so. Shall we do the birthdays? Okay. Well, there's a couple of birthdays that were a bit late on them. I'm sorry, guys. Um... So uh, they are on, I think this one. Yeah, there we go. This is uh, from Martin Jowsey. He did think send me a better version of this where there was just more than him standing next to a park run thing, but it didn't work. Um, it's a third birthday bit on Twister Twitcher Fun. He's done it th- two times before. You probably recognise him. Uh, I feel like the show is made for me. Well, it practically is, Martin. In the picture, I've just got my first sub-30 minute park run. Only a sub-30, Martin. Pathetic. It was in June and winter in Perth, Western Australia. What? June's the summer, mate. You can't run a park run under 30 minutes, or you only just done it, and you think that June is the winter. whoopie doopie doo This is your favourite. whoop a hoo I love to all of the crew, especially Wright Bollock and Henry Hippo. He doesn't say how old he is. I don't know if that's a good time, 30 minutes. It might, you know, it is Australia, so he is running upside down. So I'll give him, I'll give him that. Um, come here, Henry. We haven't done the, even the jingle or anything. I've read out the thing without doing the jingle. Why can't I die? Let's do that. Let's pretend we, we'd, uh, we'd remember. Oh, yeah. Can you just fart? No, it was just this chair. The cancer may be secretly creeping deep inside. If you think doesn't matter, no one's watching. They can't hear me doing this, but anyway, so, you know, they won't know that I've farted. They can hear you, they can hear you, I can see the Yeti night thing going. Yeah. There's only 170 people here, they won't tell anyone. Why can't I die? Yeah, you, you put that voice on just for the t- you were, when you were just talking to me. You talked in a very different voice. Why can't I die? Happy birthday, Martin. Uh, should we get? Let's. Uh, there might be a magic button. Let's give Martin a magic button. Let's find out if there is one. It might not be. There might be. Oh, something's happening. Oh no! <laughs> this has come a bit late, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, let's be respectful. Is this for Henry Kissinger. Yeah. 
What the hell is this thing? Uh, thank you, Martin. That was for you, Martin. Would you put that together? <laughs> I've been feeling Chris Evans has stolen that from somewhere, but it might be the kind of thing that his crazy son uh, Ben Evans did. But if it is, you know, why the fuck is Ben Evans not up here doing funny stuff? That was very funny. I don't know where they got that, but uh, lovely and fitting and timely tribute to Queen Elizabeth II, who just died. This is a birthday thing. Has she just died? Um, anyway, we'll do another birthday now for you. Uh, this one uh, comes from, um, and again, again, someone who's, who's oh, is it not working? Oh, we might have lost, let me just, I'll press that again and see what happens now. I think we've lost visuals. Oh no, there we go. Uh, another person who's been on many times, as has his uh, rather more attractive wife. If anyone is punching, is this weird, like, emperor from Star Wars faced man. <laughs> Uh, who you know is Rob Fellows. Uh, he's got the most beautiful wife that you've ever seen in your life, Heidi. Uh, there she is. You can see her in this picture. There, look at it. It looks like his daughter. Um, far too good for him. She's still holding his hands over the Penny Lane sign. I don't know what contract he has signed with Satan for this to happen, but something. Anyway, this is him. He's 61 years old. It's the 9th of November was his birthday. 60 fucking one. Um, my body may be showing signs of wear and tear, but I'm still mentally immature, he says. Uh, he might probably sucking the life out of his 25-year-old wife. That is my guess. The musicians do well. Uh, can Donkey perform 61 jumps for me? Oh, fucking hell. I hope he's up to it. The, he's a much older than you. Uh, maybe, maybe he isn't, actually. He's probably... Maybe, well, I had him 50 years ago, didn't I? So... He might only be 50 or so. The pictures I sent are some of my favourites. Me meeting you and Ali at the Phoenix. That's in the top there. You can see he's been saying there's Ali and me um, in happier days. Uh, me playing bass in the band Johnny Seven. Good name for a band. Uh, in Matthew Street with John Lennon's statue. That looks like me. Oh, no, there you go, at the bottom. Uh, and um, at Penny Lane with your lovely wife, Heidi. Hello, Heidi, if you're watching. Um... 61 jumps. No, I do it. But he's a very strong supporter, Rob Fellows. I bet he comes and sees uh, my show on tour. If I ever tour my show, can I have my ball back? But, you know, obviously we don't know. Let's see how it goes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Can you go faster? This is kind of dead air, really. I'm going as fast as I can. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, There we go. We've done it. Contractually obligations. Uh, if you have a birthday uh, and uh, want to have it celebrated, uh, send in your collages to herring1967 at gmail.com and uh, you too could be immortalised. Rather than me just doing the same three people every time they or their wife, if they, I mean, it, it's so unusual for anyone who watches this show to have a partner, a sexual partner of any kind, let alone be married. Um... So there we go. Uh, hopefully we'll be... Uh, we, maybe we can do a couple in December at least because, uh, you know, it's... Um, there's there's one more gig. I'm in Edinburgh on uh, the 2nd, on Saturday. Uh, there are still tickets if you want to join me in Edinburgh. I've got Ian Rankin and Marilene uh, Robertson. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Um, but she's fantastic. If you check her out online, she's really brilliant. Uh, and Ian Rankin, you know... That's going to be a very interesting chat. Uh, he's written like 24 Rebus books, I think. Uh, but also a very, very interesting man. Uh, and I will be doing my Scottish voice, of course. And I am the King of Edinburgh, so hopefully you'll come. 
Uh, we've sold over 400 tickets, but it's a big old venue, so there's definitely going to be room if you have a last-minute decision to come. If you're going to fly over from Canada or uh, the Netherlands, Belgium, I think someone came from, did they? Where was it? Um, but look, we're going to go. We'll see you out. Ali would just like to sing a sad version of the fairy tale of New York. And you, I can't remember how it starts. Just sing any bit you want to sing. It was Christmas Eve, love, in the drunk tank. An old guy said to me, won't see another one. That's true. And then he came along, he sang a great big song, and all the people said, don't forget to change your time. And the noise from the NFTC choir was singing, go away day. And the lights were going on at Christmas time. Do, 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 do. I could have been someone, oh, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me when I first found you. I kept them with me, love, and kept them with my own. Can they get on my own? I wrapped my dreams around me. And the toys from the NFTs. It's the NYPD. Why can't you get that right? It's not the NIFT. Sorry, it's disrespectful to the dead people who sang this. The voice from the NFTCP. No, the NYPD. It's a beautiful thing. Why just get? Why don't you know it's NYPD? I know it's NYPD. Why don't you? It's the New York Police Department. I'm thinking the voice from the NFTCP was singing Gorede. And the lights were coming on the Christmas day. Da 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 Keep singing that underneath and I'll talk over the top. Okay. Do 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 I'm just gonna come in and talk over do Thanks for watching and do Thanks for watching everyone. Do 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 Thanks for listening if you're listening and do 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 if you're in the NYPD choir, you know, I know it's a bad time. For you, do 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 do. Uh, this is for Shane McGowan, Bobby Ball, um, Kirsty McColl, um, not Henry Kissinger so much, Jimmy Corkill, Alistair Darling, yes, Richard CD, don't do that. Um, you'll be much missed, and uh, thanks for everything you've done for us all, guys. We're only on this planet for a short time. Make sure you don't waste a single second. What by doing a kind of ventriloquist show? Yeah. Um, we'll see you next time whenever that may be dance dance wherever you may be we could all be dead I might die in a plane crash at the weekend going to Edinburgh oh well done and this will be the last thing that I'm remembered for oh fucking hell and what will become of me someone else will do it I know my daughter can do it see everyone you have been listening to Ali and Herring's Twitch of Fun starring Ali Sloper Featuring, in alphabetical order, Brian Wasp, Cocky Carrot, Conspiracy Theo, Donkey, Dragon Bone Man, Chris Evans, not that one, or that one, Fluffy Rabbit, Gwendolyn Fly, The King of the Universe, The King of the World, Law Fox, Looney Bird, Marmite Lid, Marvin the Monkey, The Other Donkey, Peter Dibdin, Prince Andrew, Richard Herring, Right Bullock, Sally Sloper, Stevie Martin, Sybil, Tamashanta, Terry, Tiny Dick, Victorian Ghost Child, Hoary Horse, and The Writer's Room. With program associates Andy Hamilton, Mark Thurton, John O'Farrell, Terence Stackham, Guy Jenkins, Bridget Lethley, Ian Pattinson, Jed Parsons, Simon Boonvont, Mark Brissenden, Andy Riley, Kevin Cecil, Clive Coleman, D.A. Barham, Peter Bainham, Julian Dutton, Harry Hill, Al Murray, Ben Moore, Tony Lee, Rich Johnston, Lee Barnett, David Badil, Rob Newman, Graham Sunderland, Kim Morrissey, Barry Pilton, Paddy Murphy, Mark Griffiths, Ivan Shakespeare, Alan Stafford, Barry Atkins, Martin Smith, Will Adams, Colin Bostock-Smith, Peter Hickey, Craig Robbins, John Random, Brendan Martin and Martin Curtis, Bob and Barbara Bolton, Nick R. Thomas, Chris Stratford, Dave Morley, Andrew Whelan, Ben Evans, Bilal Zaffer, Chris Evans, Dan Tetzel, John Ken, Stevie Martin, Sadie Evans. 
Title the graphics by Andy Bobbin. Title music, Kevin McLeod. Jingle music by Mike Cosgrave. Jingle lyrics by the genius of Richard Herring. Jingles performed by Mike Cosgrave and Jake Cosgrave. Ali and Sally made by Thomas Herring. Prince Andrew, Tiny Dick, Cocky Carrot and Right Bollock made by Richard Ison. The producer is Terry. This show is not directed. This is a Sky Potato production for the internet and Twitch TV and YouTube and your podcast, whatever you're listening to. Now go away, you mother farmers.